Welcome back to the Two Top Podcast. We have another special episode of One Top with Thomas. Matt is getting back. He shows up tomorrow now, and, well, he's going to need some time to recover. So we're going to do this episode now, and I have a story today. So recently I've been spending late nights in the studio doing work, and I've come across a documentary that if you don't want to finish this episode, I suggest you go turn it all, this podcast off and watch it because it's so good. Wild, Wild Country. Talking about the Sinyasins in Oregon and the big issue around the, well, in a sense, the giant sex cult that was brewing in the small town of Antelope. But with that introduction, I'd like to go into my take of the story and what I received and what I understood. So... Let's start from the beginning. In the town itself of Antelope. Antelope was a small town, 40 people-ish. It was just, in in a sense, a retirement town of just people going and live kind of, not off the grid, but, you know, they're not a metropolitan city. It's a small small county, a small town in Wasco Wasco County, Oregon. And then these sannyasins with... Bhagwan Shireash uh, Rajneesh, he was the head, the head guru of this new religion, uh, sannyasins of Rajneesh. They come to Oregon, they buy out this whole plot of land because they're being kind of kicked out of India at this time. And this Bhagwan, we're going to call him Osho, is what they called him. Osho, he, they take this land and they buy a 40-acre ranch and they start building on it and this ranch just goes from a small small thing to having housing complexes gathering halls and I mean the guy's rich he has 19 Rolls Royces by the end and what's funny is this Bhagwan Osho he is when you see him he's just an old dude with a long beard and he doesn't speak publicly. All the things he says comes through his right-hand man, Sheila. Now, Sheila starts to get aggressive. But that's because what's going on elevates more than just the small town of Antelope. In a sense, the it, it was the Red October in Oregon as the Red Invasion of the Sannyasins. They'd wear red shirts, red clothing, everything red. So it's funny, if you watch this documentary, you'll see they're wearing like maroon blazers with red dress shirts and red ties with salmon pants. It's red, red, red. So this town, the small town of Antelope, you see just all of a sudden, you can tell who Zinsenyasin and who's uh, original Oregon person. Now, the problem is, if you're living in a rural town and you just wanted your peace and quiet and all of a sudden a bunch of religious cult people who are, well, interesting, I'll leave it at that, you probably would not be happy with what the, what's going on. So they start to try to find a way to get them to leave. Now, their approach they do is, well, you bought a ranch and the things you're doing on this ranch is not, well, it's not ranching, that's for sure. It's not farming. You have a whole population you're making a whole small town you're in a sense creating the utopian for this religion so they tried to kick him out now 
what the sannyasins do in return is they start buying houses in antelope. Now, this isn't they're taking them by force. It's just these houses are for sale and they're offering. They don't even barter. They have the money to just buy all these houses at full price. So these places are being kicked out over and over again. Now, the locals, there's nothing they can really do. And what's funny is one of the longtime locals is actually the co-founder of Nike, Bill Bowerman. And they start a whole legal battle to fight the sannyasins out of Antelope. And the Sheila, Sheila's just aggressive. She's like, I'm not taking this. And they, in a sense, they take over the town. They gain enough people in the town to win the local elections. And now the town's government is three sannyasin and one local man, local antelopian. So they start to change the place. They rename the town to Rajneesh Param. And... They have bigger plans. They have their town, but they want more control. They want more representation. So they start this whole campaign to take over Wasco, Wasco County's entire legislation. Legislation. Ugh. Anyway, so this whole legislation thing, they're trying to take this over. And in order to do that, they need more votes. So Sheila's kind of being sneaky. It's like, oh, well, what are you going to do? And she eventually comes out and you see what's happening they start busing in loads and loads and loads of homeless people because these people are on the streets they have no home but hey the Ragnish Osho he wants to take him in he wants to give him a home food work so they go all over the county from Washington DC all the way out to California and everything in between they're busing these people all too this town because the more people there the higher vote they get but this is where things start to get a little shady so as the group is getting closer to the election things start to get a little aggressive now since it's such a large cult and such a large religion there are satellite in a sense satellite campuses around the world and they have a hotel in Portland, and it actually gets bombed, starting to like really bring up the tension of what's going on. So now, things going on. Sheila's not happy. And you know what? Sheila, she's aggressive, and she wants power, and she decides, you know what? If they're going to be aggressive towards us, well, then we have to be prepared. So she starts buying armaments and weapons and training all her people to be very good in weaponry. They start getting mini Uzis, AK-47s. And in a sense, it's all, in, it's all to defend their people. It's all to defend Osho. It's all to defend the people so that the government just doesn't come in and take it. So these armed cult now in Oregon is bringing a lot more attention towards it than they originally thought. So now, you start to see that things are not going well. There's clearly two sides here. And Rajneesh, Param, this town, they, they preach that they're peace, that 
if everybody would understand, they'd understand that we are just a fine religion and that no one should intervene. But I don't know, a town of a bunch of elderly Christian people, well, they would start anything to start uh, a religious war. So now the election's coming up. Wasco County is about to be changing hands. And some things start to happen. In a whole neighboring town of Dallas, where they all go and register to vote, all of a sudden, there's a huge Seminella outbreak. And they track it back to a couple restaurants. Now, this is odd. It's like, why is everybody getting sick? And one guy's like, you know, it's probably the cult, and everybody shoots him down. Well, as time goes on and people start to investigate it, it later finds out that it was. It was the cult. It was part. It was a test run of them infesting a town with a disease to lower the amounts going to the polls. Like, they were doing chemical warfare to make sure they had more votes than who they were going against. Like, who does this? <laughs> like, this is not normal people things. It's aggressive and now things are things need to stop. So now that we've gone over what's going on outside the cult at this time, let's back into what's going on within the cult. So at this time, there's a group of sannyasins called the Hollywoods. Now these are rich, white people coming out of, well, Hollywood, who are famous actors and people with money who see this opportunity to kind of turn this cult into their own so what happens actually the wife of the director of the godfather i forget her name now but she starts to step forward and gets more involved and now at the time sheila is the only person talking to osho and sheila isn't showing him all the glam life so these Hollywoods start to show Osho the drugs that one would take, laughing gas, and also the, the, in a sense, the jewels of the world. You all of a sudden start to see him with a diamond watch, a really expensive diamond watch. And I mean, the guy already owns 19 Rolls Royces, so, you know, he's just spending money left and right because, in a sense, he, was, he wanted power. And power is shown in wealth. And when you have a whole cult following you and praying to your knees, well, you can afford a nice watch here and there. So Sheila is feeling betrayed. And everything is starting to topple down. So I do want everyone to go watch this show, Wild Wild Country. So I'll leave the end to you. But all I got to say is, it involves the FBI, the president, some attempted murders, fleeing from the government, and then a high-speed chase in the air. But if that's not enough to sell you, I don't know what is. So, that was the probably the last episode of One Top, Two Top, featuring Thomas Lanson, no one else. But I hope you guys enjoyed it. I know it was a little bit of a rambling session, but, I mean, hey, 
I hope it encouraged you to start a new show. Great series. Look, it's six episodes on Netflix. It's an hour an episode, six hours. Maybe watch two a night, or if you're me, watch them all in one night. But check, definitely check it out. You will. It's. It doesn't seem real. It looks like it's a piece of fiction, to be completely honest. But hey, go check that out. Tweet at me, email me, tell me what you think of it. And next week we'll have another lovely episode with our good old Matt Berg back on the scene. But for now, that was uh, that was two top, and I hope to see you guys next week. See ya. This was Two Top, an independently created and run podcast created by Thomas Lance and Matt Berg and produced by Thomas Lance. Two Top is currently a non-funded project recorded weekly. For general inquiries or feedback, contact us at twotoppodcast at gmail.com. Thanks, and join us next week for another Two Topics.